Welcome once again to the Guildhall School Events Podcast. Today we're talking all things opera ahead of our first production of the term. Today I'm joined by cast members Elgin Thomas, Thomas Atkins and Elizabeth Karani. Okay, so um, Guildhall School presents Amano Wolf Ferrari's rarely stage opera in three acts, Le Donne Curiose. Yeah, it's Wolf Ferrari, isn't it? Is it? Or is it Wolf? With a V? With a, yeah. with a V. With a V rather than a W. See, I can't, I can't even say it, but... This is why you guys are here <laughs> to help uh, tell people about yeah. a how to say the name properly, and, <laughs> and b and b what ha- what happens in in the opera. So today we've got Thomas Atkins and Elgin Thomas uh, who play Florindo. That's right, double cast, and Elizabeth Karani plays Eleonora. Mm-hmm. So perhaps you can start off. Um, by saying what what happens in this opera. So the opera is about four women um, trying to find out what their husbands do in the gentlemen's club. So um, through a series of hilarious events, they try and steal the keys to the club off their husbands, um, and eventually they get in there. Is it so? Is this a comedy then? It is a comedy. Yes. Okay. okay. It is. And to your uh, Eleonora, so how do you how do you interact with with these guys' character Florindo? I actually have no interaction with uh, Florindo because um, I am not married to him. <laughs> so, but they, what, what, what the, there's some characters based upon Commedia dell'arte stock characters, um, which are Florindo, Rosaura. Uh, Pantalone, Pantalone Arlecchino, and Colombina. Yeah. When you say stock characters, oh, how do you describe stock characters? So, like, when it was like, really obvious. yeah, when it was created, it was like so people would just turn up on the day and they'd be told, oh, you'll be playing this character, you'll be playing this character in this little event. So then yeah. they would know what traits and whether they were the angry one or the funny one or yeah. the, the upset one, the lovers, and all that kind They're of kind thing. They're kind of one dimensional yeah. characters. So you, Florindo is one of the lovers. Um, with Rosara, so they're kind of wet characters. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Quite literally in this production as well. Um, and you know, Columbino and Arlecchino are kind of the funny, uh, always getting into trouble and yeah. you know, helping the kind of lovers uh, get their way characters. And Pantalone is always the angry um, old man, kind of miser character. Um, but um, my character's not. Pantalone, <laughs> Pantalone, such a great name for a character. Isn't yes. It? Is that, has that got a literal translation in Italian, I think? I have no idea. Sounds like it should pa- be like trousers. trousers? Yeah, it probably is trousers. Yeah, isn't it? well, yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah, probably something like that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I don't know how that translates into <laughs> the story. Go with character. That. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Thomas and, and Elgin, how does it work sharing a, sharing a role? We're really lucky because Tom and I are great friends. <laughs> so actually, it's great. Like um, we just we just share the rehearsals. Yeah. Um, when one of us has had enough, we just kind of say, "Do you want to have a go?" Mm. And then they go up, and then that's it. And then I we mean, have we have a dress rehearsal each, and yeah, it does make it really easy being good friends. Yeah, but I mean, there are, of course there are pros and cons of double casting, which. Everyone knows. Of, of course, you get half the rehearsal time, and you have to kind of share ideas, which you wouldn't necessarily have to do. And it's it's just a give and take process, much more than it well would be if we yeah. were just doing it by ourselves. Yeah. But equally, the 
uh, on the other, the flip side is that you get two minds coming at it, and so there are twice the ideas. Yeah. So you, you both have to work on uh, on that character together so that there's consistency across all of yeah. the performances. Yeah, well, it's all through sort of Stephen's vision of the, the opera and the production and everything. So then he presents a lot of his ideas about the character, and then, so of course, then we two have our own as well. So we discuss it with him, and then we try and both create equally Stephen's idea of the character. But then, because obviously we both have different personalities and different styles of doing things, then we there are kind of slight differences. But I think it's pretty similar as long as you're on this at the yeah, same point yeah. in, on the stage yeah, at yeah. the same point then it doesn't really from matter a, what you do yeah. to get from point A to point B yeah from a completely technical point of view of course for other characters we have to do similar staging of course because else a light will be on there and we'll be on the other we can't be on the other <laughs> side yeah. of the stage yeah um, but in terms of characterization, of course we just bring our own yeah our own thoughts to the character. Um, Mark Shanahan, um, he came and conducted the Goodall Symphony Orchestra um, last year. Is that right? About a year yes. ago. About a year ago. Um, and the chorus, that's right. Um, and he's back and he's conducting um, this opera. So um, I don't suppose you were actually in that concert, were you? But he, what I'm trying to say... know <laughs> 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 the chorus is just like all the new, the new singers, isn't yeah. it? It is, Tom yeah. Tom was covering Your own singing teacher. Yeah. As the <laughs> solo. I covered, um, I covered Adrian Thompson for that, so for the Verdi Requiem, which Mark conducted. So I actually sang in the orchestral rehearsals. Okay, so you, so have, I, you have worked with Mark. Yeah, before. a tiny, a tiny... Um, yeah. I've actually Nothing done an opera with that. him before. Oh yeah, um, a few years ago. Well, I was at Royal Northern before, so um, we did La Belle Hélène up there. Not advertising the other schools. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't talk about them. <laughs> 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 uh, but I've known Mark quite well from that um, that experience. So. Okay. And do you find it? I mean, this is a silly question, really. But do you find it differs between you know from conductor to conductor? They they have different styles and. I mean, it, you're smiling at me, so that means it, it probably is a silly yeah. question. But how how is it working with with him? It's been great. Yeah, it's, it's, he's a lot. He he's a lot of fun. He, we we have a lot of why. Well, he has some wise talks with us, doesn't he? About yeah. the career, about yeah. what it's going to be like when we leave the college, and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of the things that's great about Mark is that he is a professional freelance conductor anyway, but also that he, because he's the head of music at the National Opera Studio, is that he's used to sort of an educational environment so that he knows he has to put on a professional standard piece, but he also knows he's dealing with essentially students. I mean, sort of experienced, mature students, I'd like to think, but still he, <laughs> he, he's, he knows that he has to sort of educate us at the same time as well. So it's... Great. So, Yanis Thavoris is a designer, and I just wanted to talk a bit about the, the staging of the, of the opera. Because I know there's a couple of interesting features. One is the sort of the time that it's set mm-hmm. visually, and another one is that it has a revolving stage. It's got two revolves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's set in the 1970s um, in Venice, which is where the opera. What, what, what it actually is in the score uh, in Venice um, but 
yeah, it's like a 1970s sitcom. That doesn't make any sense. What yeah. I'm saying. Is what it is in the school? I don't know how to explain that. But it's but set in Venice in the school. It's set in Venice in the school. So they haven't gone away from that. Um, but it, they have decided to set it in the 1970s because uh, Stephen and Yanis have decided that it, it does translate to that time. Um, and it's been made into a 1970s TV sitcom. Uh, which is quite funny and interesting. Yeah. yeah. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And it works like yeah. really well. Yeah. It really does look like a 1970s sitcom. <laughs> it's kind of great. I think it's very clever. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's some, I know it's some very funky wallpaper up. Yeah. It's very colourful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very colourful. Does that mean you're all sort of dressed in 70s stuff? Like, yeah. We all look Lots great. Of <laughs> yeah. Wigs and flares. Yeah. Mutton shops and things. Yeah. And it's all there. Yeah, lots of mullets. Yeah, <laughs> and the the stage has two revolves. So yeah, that means yes. it's split into three segments. Two. So each of well, each revolve has three segments, doesn't it? Oh yeah. So then it kind of so there are four. <laughs> four Six. different or Ca- three counting yeah. not the strong point of the opera no, no, it's <laughs> yeah, it's quite so. How many sets are there? One, two. One, two, three, three four. four, five. There's Oh. No, four. There are four, but one of them doubles. That's what it is. Your bedroom and the souvenir shop. Yeah. So, so, so when you're, so when there's a scene change, does the curtain come down and you quickly revolve yeah. it behind? So them so and it comes for three of them. For the majority yeah, of them, they're not live changes. No one will see them, but there is one live change at the end once the women yeah. get into the club. Wow. Um, and they're found out. Yeah. And, and how, how is that working in, in practice? Is it sort of scary? Surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly well. well. Well, it's not scary for us, but I think it's scary for the the, uh, the technical theatre side of things. Yeah. They really have yeah. their work cut out for them they in do. this production. Yeah. 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 As soon as the curtain comes down, it's all hell breaks loose, doesn't it? It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's quite stressful watching it from the wings. Yeah, all running around. Yeah. Trying to get everything off in time. Well, they, they're the, I guess they're the backbone of... Um, the production really making it all sort of Ooh, yeah, flow along oh, yeah you know and yeah. people I suppose a lot of people take it for granted that these things just fly in and out and uh, and things revolve and it all looks seamless yeah. but, but <laughs> in the wings there they are all sweating away yeah, yeah. and uh, so, so fair play to them so Stephen Barlow is directing it yeah he's done a few productions here by now I mean I did I was in the chorus um, a few years ago in a triple bill two Massonet operas and something else um, <laughs> a few years ago which was kind of great but of course being in the chorus didn't really get to kind of get to know him that well but it's been great to get to know him this term because he's been like totally yeah. like great he's really, yeah he's really well known in, in the opera world and I saw one of his productions this summer and just couldn't wait to yeah. work with him because um, you always hear amazing things about him he hasn't let us down in that respect no. it's been mm-hmm. really great to work with when do you first Meet Stephen in the in the whole process of, of putting this opera on. In the first production call, uh, so we have music calls for um, a week. A week, um, where we work with um, the various coaches um, and the assistant conductor and the conductor on the musical side of things. And then the next week we come in on the Monday and meet the whole production team, including Stephen, um, where we just we discuss how how the production is going to go mm. and what, how it's going to be set and stuff mm. so that was our first time where he yeah where the director presents all his ideas of well his main idea of what the production will be and how it's going to go okay 
I think that's probably enough, isn't it, to say about about this whole thing. With a lot of editing, I think that might be yeah, okay. I'm just good if it's like sort of ten minutes anyway. But I'll yeah. just say, Elizabeth, Elgin, Thomas, thanks very much for your time, and uh, can't wait to see the opera. Thank, Thank you very much. Le donne curiose. I'm never going to say that right. I'll just say the opera. Thanks to all of our guests today and to our listeners at home. You can buy tickets to La Donna Curiosa at the Barbican box office, in person or online at gsmd.ac.uk.